Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Schultz. This week was a busy week at the podium for the Seattle Seahawks with free agent signings, some players coming back to the team, some new players added to the team, some familiar faces as well who had gone and came back. But we are going to focus on the guys who are coming back to the team from last year on this episode. And we're starting things off with Seahawks running back Rashad Penny, who reportedly took less money to return to the Seahawks. Um, just feel like this home, you know, trying to build off of what happened last year and the success and, you know, um, just get back to, you know, building these traditional ways of winning. You know, um, this, I, like I said at, at the end of the press, um, this just felt like home. I was more comfortable here. You know, um, I think I got in a rhythm and a groove, you know, with the guys in the offense. So, I mean, it was just kind of it was a easy, it was like a no brainer for me to know where to come back to. According to Penny, a big part of his decision to return was his close relationship with fellow running back Chris Carson. We talk every day. Um, our goal is to be the best one-two punch that's ever played the game of football. I mean, uh, I feel like we really have the potential. Um, obviously, health, but I think we're over that. Me and him both talk every day about it. Um, we know what we're capable of doing, and... Um, Again, we're just blessed and thankful. I mean, we, we, we get to play this game still and um, tr just try to go out and win games and just have fun. I think that's the most important thing. And, you know, Chris has been one of, like, the guys I've leaned on the most since I've been here. And, you know, I'm just thankful to have him around. Um, like I said, this, this, the decision wasn't hard at all. You know, I knew where I wanted to be. And, you know, being here with him again, I think uh, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to create uh, much more fun. Penny talked about his hopes to build on the success he had at the end of last season. Well, like, for the most part, I've always, like, believed in my abilities and have confidence, you know. Um, but, you know, I've just been, I just been uh, the injury part, you know, that just came into play. But I've always been confident in the abilities and what I can do. And um, I'm pretty sure everybody else have, too. And um, I'm just thankful to be back here, you know. Um, I think, like, this means a lot to me. And, um, you know, to be back with the same running back group, you know, same type of guys that surround the building. You know, this is, this is just a lovely environment, and um, I wouldn't trade it for anywhere else. Of course, one big change going into 2022 is that future success will come without Russell Wilson under center. Yeah, obviously, that's a big piece. And, you know, ever since I've been in the league, Russ has taught me to be the best pro and be the best version of myself. And, um, you know, I feel like it's like him uh, leaving a legacy here and we just picking off where uh, he left off. I mean, you know, you... you you can't really, you know, um, get get anybody like that again. But uh, we're thankful to have Drew Locke. And, you know, I'm behind him and I'm with him. And I think everybody else here, you know, are on the same board. So uh, it's just a new legacy that's starting here in Seattle. Flipping over to the defensive side of the ball, Quandre Diggs recently signed a three-year deal. He now finds himself as one of the senior leaders on this team, especially with the departure of Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. I mean, it's always tough to see a guy like Russ go. You know, I mean, it's the business of the NFL, and, you know, you see Russ and Bobby go, and it's just like, she's like, you know, kind of what mode are we in? You know, being able to talk to Pete, being able to understand that, you know, we're not in a rebuild mode. We're trying to get this thing back going and, you know, um, build a team, you know, build a team differently a little bit. And, you know, like I said, it sucks to see those guys go. Two big leaders, two big guys that's played a, a, a critical part of my career. Um, you know, like I said, it sucks to see them go. But for me, you know, I had to make a decision based on myself and uh, myself and my family. And, you know, 
me, myself, my agent, we thought this was the best decision for us. Um, you know, just being comfortable, people that understand the rehab process that I have to go through and, you know, for them to, to continue to, to believe in me and trust and trust in me and stand by me through my injury. You know, I think that's, that's been pretty dope. Diggs expanded on why he thinks the Seahawks are not in a rebuild. I mean, just got to trust in what I've, I've been told and what we've talked about. I mean, for me, it's just, it's kind of hard to see Pete, you know, want a full rebuild, you know what I mean? Just the way he's wired, the way he's triggered, you know, like he's all about competing and winning every day. That's always been his deal. And, um, for me to to think that he's not in it to win it, I mean, it would be crazy for me to believe that. So um, for me, you know, I'm just trusting in what, what I've been told. And, you know, I'm going to do my job to make sure it's not a rebuild and just go out there and make plays and try to help as much as I can. Quandre also talked about his experience on the open market. I found that I was very highly thought of from, you know, other teams and it had a lot of interest. I mean, it was maybe like 15 teams we connected with. And, um, you know, the whole thing for me was always about being comfortable and, you know, not having to move my family around the country. Um, you know, just being somewhere where the coaches trust me, the people in the building know me, the coaches trust me. And I just think every time we came back to it, you know, Seattle was the best place for us to be. And, um, you know, that's credit to the culture that Pete and, and John has established there. And, uh, credit to my teammates, credit to, you know, all the people in the building that's made me feel at home. And um, I mean, you guys have known me for the last almost three years. You know what I mean? You know, you know how much I've raved about how happy I've been to be a Seahawk. And <clears throat> I always kind of wanted the opportunity to play for a coach like Pete that, you know, lets me be myself and let me enjoy, um, you know, the game of football the way it's supposed to be, you know, and it's not always serious. So um, I think that played a big factor in everything. And, you know, uh, I think it was, it was very special. You know, I got a lot of teammates that I got a lot of respect for. And like I got, like I told you guys before, me and Jamal, we've always talked about teaming up together. And, you know, we haven't got the opportunity to do it for a full season yet. And we're just hoping we can do it this year. So I think that was another part of another aspect for me to come back. While testing the free agency market, Diggs has also been doing some interesting rehab. So I just finished that rehab, you know, doing a lot of lot of different tricks, man. Backflips, backflips, cartwheels. So, I mean, I think I'm doing pretty good progress. I don't know if I've ever heard of backflips and cartwheels as being part of an injury rehab, but uh, is, is, is that actually part of what you're, what you're doing for stability purposes? It's putting me at ease. When he gets back on the field, Diggs can look forward to reuniting with cornerback Sidney Jones, who also inked a new deal with the Seahawks this offseason. I mean, I think it's dope to get Sid back. I mean, he was definitely getting comfortable in his role last year. Um, he was making making plays for us. And, I mean, you guys can see the talent that he has. I mean, uh, you know, he should have been a first-round draft pick when he came out of college. You know, he just had a freak injury at Pro Day. But, uh, um, I mean, I think, you know, Sid is very athletic. I think uh, he's smart. He loves the game. And, um, you know, the only thing I'll do, I'm going to get him a little tighter jersey this year because his jersey was a little loose last year. And speaking of Sydney, here's what Jones had to say about returning to Seattle. It's, it's amazing. Um, I've had a rough start to my career, um, my Philadelphia days. Uh, I had a nice year in Jacksonville last year. Um, got traded to begin the year. Um, started. You know, when I started, wasn't, you know, doing the, the best, but wasn't doing the worst. 
um, not to my standards, of course. Um, I was just getting my feet wet. So just to continue that progression and get better and better all year, um, that's one thing I love about, about football. You can control your own destiny and, and your progress. So um, me making that progress and continuing that um, was great. And that's important to me. And, you know, I, being back in Seattle mean, means everything to me. Obviously, I, I had a chance to hit free agency, but the top priority was trying to get a deal done with Seattle. And we made it happen. I had success here. I'm like, why, why try to go somewhere else like right now? at this point in my career, you know, it's, it's Seattle. I got a special place in my heart. The former University of Washington standout is especially excited about this new scheme. Um, what I love about it, I was, I was there to sign my contract, meet the coaches and, and all that stuff. And they explained to me the, the, the gist of it. And it sounds exactly like my days at Washington. Um, tight match, cover three type, type stuff, um, mix in couple other stuff, but that's the generic basis of, of the defense and basically playing, playing ball, playing man and um, locking your guy down one-on-one. So that's, that's right in my wheelhouse. I did that long for a long time in, in college. So, And that's going to do it for this show. Thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. Follow him out on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. And I will be back here a little bit later, splitting this up into two episodes as we're going to hear from Austin Blythe, a familiar face in Quentin Jefferson and new Seahawks quarterback, Drew Locke. That'll be coming up next. So stay tuned for that. And until next time, go Hawks. Hawks.